0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of four Asian-American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. I'm Lauren. And I'm Grace. And today we're going to be talking about the newly released movie called Turning Red. And I personally really like this movie. I know not all of us do. (laughs) Ava. (laughs) (laughs) But today we're going to dive into that because it's kind of a big deal for the Asian-American community. Um, since it's like all about an Asian family and Mm -hmm. Asian culture. So for those of you who haven't seen it, Turning Red is basically this coming-of-age film with Mei Lin Lee Mm -hmm. as our main character. Um, Basically, when she turns 13, she suddenly has the ability to turn into a panda when she feels strong emotions. Um, And then slowly throughout the film, she learns how to control her emotions and starts, like, being able to panda back and forth and, um, basically her and her friends use this ability to profit off of it, not entirely just for profit. Like she starts to enjoy it. She likes it. She can control it like very well. Um, but basically their goal is to get to a fork town concert. And so by being a panda, she runs a panda business (laughs) and makes enough money to go to Town. That's, like, the whole plot. But then her mom finds out. And she has to do this, like, ritual where she locks her panda away into, like, some artifact. And for the first time in their whole family lineage, she decides that she doesn't want to lock her panda away. And that's where, like, our big conflict comes from is when, like, her mom and her grandma want to take her panda away, but she wants to be the panda, which when you dig into it, that can be pretty metaphorical. I'm assuming that was the point. But that is the premise of the film. Basically, does she embrace the panda or does she please her family and get rid of it? And I thought it was pretty cool. So let's start with our first impressions slash opinions. I tried
1: watching it on my own and I couldn't get past like the first fifteen minutes because I just I don't no, no, no. <laughs>
2: And then I made us all watch it, and Ava was like, said that exact same thing, and then just proceeded to annotate her music.
1: Yeah.
3: No, I I didn't think that it was going to be about, like, a red panda. I thought it was just, like, some, like, coming-of-age animation. Great, so, that's
2: the whole brand.
3: No, I, like, didn't expect there to be a giant red panda, because I had only heard about it. Yeah. And, like, the title, it's, like, turning red. Like, it has that, like, coming-of-age vibe. What's the vocab word for that? Build a romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it yeah. had that vibe. Um, and then as soon as I saw the red panda, I was like, oh, this is going to be like a kids' movie.
0: I didn't expect her to. Tr- oh, wait. By the way, this episode will have major spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Anyways, I wasn't expecting um, her to actually turn into a panda. I've yeah, got to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Why? It's literally, like, in
1: the main thing. Yeah, I didn't think so either. And Guys, yeah. why? I thought it
0: was, like, a metaphor. I thought yeah, she would just yeah. start, like, blushing. Like, I thought yeah, she was, no, like, embarrassed. Yeah, no, I thought
1: it was, like, embarrassing movie. Yeah, like, You same. know, like, turning blue, but, like, turning
0: red, like, yeah, you're embarrassed.
1: I yeah. I thought, I thought turning
3: red meant, like, this is kind of a reach, but turning more, um... Not, like, Chinese, but I thought it was going to be about a girl who wasn't really in touch with, like, her cultural heritage. And then she slowly starts to learn about it, like, turning
2: red. Mm. Chinese, a lot of stuff is red, tradition, (laughs) blah,
3: blah. No,
1: I did not get that.
2: I mean, I was the one who suggested we do it since I was like, oh my gosh, it's an Asian-American movie. This is what we do on our show. And I, I don't know. Everyone here had kind of mixed opinions. I also had, like... There were moments where I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is fun. And then there were others where I was like, I think
0: I'm too old for this sense of humor.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. Except I actually thought it was funny at times. Yeah, there were some funny And it parts. bothered me. I, I mean, laughed
2: at, like, the, the little kid jokes. I mean, not the sense of humor, per se, but just, like, I don't know how to
0: explain it. Just, like, the overall kind of energy. Yeah. yeah. I think it was intended for, like, 12-year-olds.
2: I think even younger.
0: 10-year-olds. Okay,
2: I was telling this while we were—I was telling everyone this while we were watching the movie, but I think this has sparked my brain because I was saying much younger than twelve because my cousin has a kid, and he—we went to go visit them because it was um, one of my other cousin's wedding, and my cousin would turn—he's like two, I think—he would turn on the TV and turn on the show, and then he'd grab me and sit me down with him and be like, "Let's watch it." Like, it's right? his favorite movie. Yeah, like, he uh, would watch it on repeat, on over and over.
1: It's kind of cute. Wait, two-year-olds can do that?
0: <sighs> two-year-olds? I, yeah. Okay, I wait. wait I mean, like, that my
2: uncle, like my uncle would turn it on for him. And, oh, yeah, I sorry.
0: thought, like, the kid. The kid, the kid went switches it. the channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. It definitely is marketed towards kids. Um. I think the girls in the film are, like what, like, 12?
2: They're in 8th grade. Eighth in 8th grade. grade, yeah.
0: I remember because the girl's intro was, Hi, I'm Melee. I'm
2: 12 years old. I do whatever yeah. I want. No, she's not 12. Seven. She's literally, she's like, she's, and she's 13. Like, 13. And she's like, Mom, I'm
0: 13. Oh, yeah, right. I like to mm. gyrate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, what does that even
2: mean? Like, to move, like, think of a
0: Nokia. It's do like, like it's like it. spinning like this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I forgot about that. It's It definitely is, like, a coming-of-age thing, because, like, when she comes of age, I guess, <laughs> when she, like, turns 13 or whatever, that's when she turns into a panda.
3: You know what's crazy? Like, the four girls, so the main character and her three friends, that's, like, us, because we all met when we were in eighth grade.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But we did not act like that.
0: <laughs> no, we did not. I feel uh, like...
1: I feel like their age seems more like 10. Yeah. yeah, like yeah They yeah. seem like
0: 6th graders to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless, you know, I might have been like that. I try to block it out. Yeah, but there no. was one of the friends in the film, and she was, like, super monotone, and she, like... Pri- Priya. Priya, is that her name? I think so. I don't know, but... Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. She basically, like, was really, really quiet, and I was like, oh, my God, that is so Ava. <laughs> and then there's yeah. the main character, Mei Lee, and... I don't want to claim her Really? Um, None of us want to claim her Uh,
2: (laughs) I mean it's not that we don't like the character I think she just like Has a lot of energy That we were not prepared for (laughs) I guess
0: I did not have that energy
2: in 8th grade Yeah none of us had that energy We're all very like chilled people I mean not some of us on occasion Uh But (laughs) I'm looking directly at Grace and Sophie right uh, now (laughs) But um Yeah so I think it was just kind of like We were like We do not connect with this right now. We do not claim this energy. But you know something I did connect with was the features on the characters. And, like, beyond just, like, how, like, Malin is a very, like, Asian girl, I think this very small details. And after we finished the movie, I watched the, like, behind, like, here's what went into making the film. And nobody else watched it, but I watched it on my own. And I finished it later. And the director and the artistic director, I believe, not sure, were talking about how when they were designing Malin's character, they would, like, look at each other's faces and they were like, okay, you have moles on your face, let's put that on her. And one of the first things I noticed, I was like, oh my gosh, this is literally me right now, is the patchy eyebrows.
0: Oh yeah, I remember you pointed that out, you were like, she's got the Asian brows, (laughs) and I was like, or Ava was like, what's that? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a common feature. Ava has them, mm-hmm. Grace has them, Lauren has them. I don't. Yeah, Sophie's blessed with some
2: with a nice, I'm bushy. Well, I don't,
0: they're not they're bushy. they're not
2: bushy. They're just they're just full. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. But they did a lot to include various, like it wasn't just focused on Maylin's representation. I think it was a very accurate representation of you know who we really do see in real life. And one of the things I heard about before I saw this film is, um. So there's this character who has, like, um, it looks like insulin pumps and, like... I saw that. Yeah, so Sophie knows that. And I'm diabetic and I have this on me. And I think if I saw that when I was, like, first starting to wear my medical devices, I would have been so, like, hyped about it because... (laughs) I mean, not hyped. I don't know. Like, excited about it because the girl who wears them, she's not a main character. She's just kind of there, I guess. But she does, like, you know, interact with the main characters. She's more of a side character, but she does have a prominence. And her prominence isn't all oriented around the fact that she is a type 1 diabetic. And I think, I'm not sure who put that in, but it was someone on, like, the artistic team or something who was like, oh, I'm type 1 diabetic. Let's make sure that's in there because there's really Mm -hmm. nothing out there. So I think the representation goes beyond just Asian-American. It goes to, you know, like, everyone who's in that film. I think it's really accurately
0: done. Yeah. There was a Muslim kid. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, different um, ethnicities. There's a lot of people that wore hijabs, Mm -hmm. um, Muslim, and then the diabetic person. I remember when she – there was, like, a scene where the diabetic girl, she, like, got out of a bathroom stall and I was like, oh, my God, I was about to call that thing on her arm an Omnipod. And Lauren was like, that's what it is. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? So I thought that was cool. I didn't actually expect that. Yeah. And I think it was like a detail that would go unnoticed by most. But to the few that, it, you know, it's like, whoa. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. So like I was
2: saying about the whole representation thing, I think also the character design is just really well done. Like beyond the way they look, it's the depth of the characters and how like even if it's like the mom she's not they talked about this in like the making of the film uh film (laughs) and it was like the mom isn't just a two-dimensional cookie cutter tiger parent she's has all these layers and she loves to be with her daughter and she's there for her daughter when she gets her first period which is something i want to talk about because that was a whole controversy really yeah Mm. so a bunch of people were like oh this movie's like i don't want to watch this movie like they're Discussion, discussing such mature subjects Really? Hmm. Didn't we learn about that in like 5th grade? Yeah, because yeah. the mom mentioned pads And was like, oh my gosh, the red peony has bloomed <laughs> so, Yeah So I, like, as much as the mom character Is like, I don't know the. Enemy, I really liked her Yeah, she's p- supposed to be the antagonist of the movie But I honestly, we were talking about this As we were watching and we were like, do we like
0: Ming? I, I like let, her let, let's,
2: let's sit down and talk about that right yeah. now
0: You like her? I do. I thought she was really caring because she did care a lot. She was, like, kind of over-caring, overbearing. That rhymes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the way she went about it, like, when she brought um, May, like, tampons to the school that one time, I was like, okay, stop. (laughs) Just stop it right there. But she definitely, like, really cares about her. And I don't have, like, a typical tiger parent, so I've never really, like, like, understood that. I didn't know what it was like and I thought it was cool that we could like figure out why she is the way she is and like why she's strict because it's because she cares Mm. and she cares a lot and I thought that was really unique to include that and I didn't like despise her like I thought I would I also really like the dad character
2: I love the dad he reminds me of
0: my dad it's like the like strict mom and chill dad you know
2: Yeah.
3: yeah I like how the mom is kind of the head of the like household um it's like really cool to see like a female as the head of the household like she's like the main one um and the dad just kind of like sits there and then he chills and then towards the end of the movie he like plays his part which is really cool but like the entire time um you can tell that like the dad um still cares but he like lets the mom do everything which is cool and then with the mom I mean I I feel like she kind of reminds me of my mom, so I did not. I was like, no, I don't really <laughs> like <laughs> that. Yeah, like, my mom isn't strict, but she's definitely, like, over-caring. Not in a bad way, but as someone who likes to do stuff on their own, like, my mom will be like, oh, have you eaten yet? Let me eat. Uh, le- let's eat together. Like, let me cook for you. Do you want this? Let's go out. Let's buy some. And, like, she's really like that, and I'm the kind of person who's like, hmm, I'll eat later, like. Uh, So it really reminded me of my relationship with my mom. Um, And then it kind of reminded me of my dad, too, because my dad is definitely the side character. My mom's the head (laughs) of the household. So, yeah, I don't know if I actually like that or not, but I think it's an interesting family dynamic. And I'm glad they included it in the movie. I mean, she like the voice sounds like Ava's mom, but I don't the character is not like
0: Ava's mom. Because Ava's mom isn't annoying. <laughs> Ava's mom, like, like trusts Ava to be really independent. Is mm.
2: Ava's mom Sandra Oh? Is that what we're learning right now? The, 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 yeah. the, the
1: voice actress for him and...
0: I don't know. Yeah, that, I don't that, like,
1: know. struck me. Like, when I was first watching the movie, like, on my own, and I was, like, going through and, like, her mom was about to be introduced, I was really, like, taken aback about how, like, chill, I guess, her mom was. Like, obviously, she's strict and she expects her, like, kid to, you know, be studious and everything. I feel like most of the um, Asian moms in, like, films and stuff are, like, the tiger parent who are, like, kind of mean and, like, distant and cold. So when I first saw that scene, it was really interesting
0: because I did
1: not expect it at all.
0: Oh, that reminds me of the mother's mother who's, like, she's the typical tiger parent. No, that's the one I expected. Yeah, I expected that, too. So it took me aback when it was, like, a really, really caring mom because normally they're portrayed as, like, what the mom's mom is like. Yeah, that And was, she, like, she comes into play later, but then you can see that she also cares when she, like, breaks her panda or whatever. She breaks out <laughs> the panda to save her daughter, I guess, which I thought was cool. I thought it was unique how at the end... I We should stop skipping around, but basically at the end, they all become pandas again yeah, so that they can save yeah. Ming. Mm. And that was a cool scene. I liked how the dad was still, like, kind of there. He, like, drew the <laughs> little circle.
3: Oh, yeah, and everybody weird.
0: else was, like, panda mode. Yeah. Woo! And then, like, they, like, rushed over to help her. I thought that was cool.
3: I like the female representation in the movie. There was a lot of it.
2: Yeah, I think it really, like, shows, like, it's not, like I was saying, It's the characters are very developed, and there's a very wide range of women who are in it, whether that's Ming or Ming's mom or, like, Priya or Abby. Like, all the different women are, like, they are very developed in their writing, and I really like that. And just to turn it back to the dad, I love the mom and dad dynamic so much. Like it, they're so cute to me. <laughs> and I saw this like w- post on Instagram. Someone drew them, and it was like if Ming, and the dad. I think his dad's name is Jin. Yeah, oh, Jin. I'm not sure. If Ming and Jin were young, this w- what is it? what it. This is what it would have been like because in one of the ce- scenes. I think Jin mentions that the reason, like the mom had this whole pant her first like panda breakout moment, was to protect Jin from her mom, and (gasps) so someone drew like drew the scene as if it was happening. It was like the mom was like, "You can't marry a cook. That man's gonna do nothing for you." And then Ming's like.
0: That might Dang. be. I have like a theory yeah, that like that's where she got yeah. the scar. Because uh-huh. oh, Ming's yeah. mom has like this big scar on her face, and I was the second I saw it, I was like, guys, that's definitely from Ming's panda. Do you remember that? Yeah, and you are all I like, that's so it. smart. Yeah, and it's never confirmed. It's not canon. Some would say, but I have my theories.
2: I love yeah.
3: it. Yeah. Dang.
0: <laughs> Mind <She's>... blown.
3: <laughs> For real. Mm. Who are the other characters? We should talk about the friends. Mm-hmm.
0: The friends? Okay. Yeah. There was, like, the main friend. I was like, she's lesbian. Miriam? She had... I don't know her name. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, 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 the one. She like, has right? to be. Le- Le- the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, yeah. in <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> she had, like, this green flannel, and once I saw the flannel, I was like, gay. There's I'm so, so sure that, that they are <laughs> gay. And, you know, that's not confirmed, but... They do sneak in a lot of representation, so I wouldn't be surprised if the oh. main character's best friend is lesbian. Why <laughs>
2: oh would you whisper that?
0: A little secret.
2: The thing is, I that. read this thing. I don't remember what it's from, so don't go quoting me on this. But it was that they really tried to get like representation in there, and in that in, including LGBTQ representation and. Someone was like, oh, yeah, during the party scene, you can see that Priya and the emo girl go, like, dancing together yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
2: I think I think they were original intentions of having it in there, but, you know, Disney just kind of mm-hmm. sideswiped them. And Priya, she
3: also really, really likes one of the singers in 4Town, and then she's also, like, kind of vibing with the emo girl. So it's, like, not just... It's, it's like, multiple different, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's right. the name of the Korean one? Abby. Abby? oh yeah the one that's like really that annoying. is such a <laughs> korean uh american i know like five korean american abby's
2: abby's such a little gremlin she's so funny no for, you
3: know, when she started like swear not swearing but she was like ranting in korean after she got the date oh, wrong yeah.
0: yeah yeah i personally thought the movie was really cool mm. um yes. i'm the youngest one here so i'll use that as my excuse to justify why I laughed at like the little kid jokes they put no, in there, I, remember I any was of them. laughing
2: too. I don't, but it was because Ava and Grace were a little occupied, and Sophie and I were watching. And Sophie's like, "Lauren, why are you not laughing at this too?" And I was like, "I, I don't know."
0: <laughs> I watched the movie Upside Down as well, so I feel oh, like yeah, I might have contributed to yeah. it. Yeah, I was kind of like really loopy at the time. Mm-hmm. That that happens a lot, but um, I thought you it, had like I a sugar
3: cookie
1: before. Yeah, I
0: did. That might be why. Afterwards we watched like Kim's Convenience and that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we should do an episode on that. Yeah. But yes. back to turning red.
3: So we went over the mom, the dad, um, the friends.
0: what do you guys think of Fourtown?
2: Fourtown? Yeah. I thought that
0: was so funny. They yeah. look like sixth graders. Yeah, they do. That's what I thought. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, who who was saying that they were twelve?
1: No, amazing. no, and then something. I would
2: say that they were attractive. And then Sophie was like, you Yeah, Sophie you was you like, treat, that's
0: illegal. They're, they're 12.
2: <laughs> they're not 12.
0: But there's this one part where they just started flying, and I was like, How are they doing this? <laughs> yeah,
2: I no, Sophie was like,
0: they're they're pandas too. I, like, <laughs> I don't know. I thought the concert like sequence was so cool because May was like i am a panda oh wait <laughs> speaking of which when she like tried to part with her panda i literally cried i'm not even kidding you she did i, I did cry. Did. oh, oh yeah.
3: yeah 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 when she oh, that was so sad that. when
0: she like looked back and the panda like kind of first like a second there looked like a different like creature and it was like her and the panda were like whoop. there were one <laughs> and then they like separated and like for a second there i thought they had different expressions on you know, like it's like two different be beings like looking at each Disney other. I thought that was crazy.
2: Conspiracy vloggers. I yeah. Think. Maybe.
0: I just thought it was cool because I, that's gotta be on purpose. Like they both looked sad, but like it looked like they were different. Like, oh, I can't explain mm. it. I thought that scene was so cool. And when she like went back for it, I thought that was, yeah. that, that like gave me chills because she's like, it's a part of who I am. Mm. Which I guess is like the central theme is like embracing your full identity as a panda. <laughs> um i do have a couple complaints though one why does she have to turn into a redhead <laughs> yeah sophie hated that Malin yeah. became a ginger. a ginger yeah because the thing is i thought she was white after she like i yeah, no, Sophie's like, oh, like why did she yeah. just turn white because i thought it should be called turning
2: white, <laughs> turning white.
0: Turning i was <laughs> ginger <laughs> i was so confused because i was like why is she white now And that, like, for me, that kind of ruined it. Like, Mm. like the concept is to embrace every part of who you are, but like, if she's an Asian American, she's gonna have black hair, right?
2: Or uh, you people dye their hair, Sophie. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, but she looked like a like a white person, and I was like, what the heck? With orange hair. Well, that's not the same as ginger. I like was i was ginger ginger oh ginger it's like, like, like are the british are we from the bronx right <laughs> the now bronx. <laughs> i just that was my biggest complaint like why do they have to take away part of the asian representation like i get that you have to like mark when your panda is there so people can differentiate <laughs> okay. it honestly i, I like don't it.
2: think that was that big of a deal i res- I, I respect your opinion <laughs> but i would like to respectfully disagree with your opinion
3: i wish we could play music and like, wait, we won't get. Yeah, we'll get copyrighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we probably will. I wish we could because I love like the two <laughs> two songs. The first one is like nobody like you. That one they played that a lot. And then what's really cool is that Phineas. I think like Phineas from Phineas, Phineas and, and Burb? No, oh, Ava. Sorry.
2: It was like no. summoned.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> um, like Billie Eilish and Phineas. And he Burb. wrote that.
2: Oh, he wrote it. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I heard.
0: Oh, wait. yeah, I remember yeah. Grace telling me about that. Back, She's yeah, been playing that tech. song on like repeat. I like look or over at our phone. I could see that. I could see that.
2: It's like no. pulled up, and it's like 10 Okay, back. in like and <laughs> one of the four town guys. His name is Robert, and so he's like Robert on, like Keho He's in um, P One Harmony, and it's actually like I forgot his name, but he's the guy. From Live in Maddie, California Jordan? style. Wait, Jordan it? Fisher. Jordan yeah. Fisher. Yeah. He has this like
0: distinct voice where he's like hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop myself there. But Don't um, since we can't play the song,
2: I think you
0: should we sing should sing it. sing it.
2: I can't remember anything about it.
3: Really? You, you, you can go can first. I'll no,
0: I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I think Grace can nobody. actually sing. I think
2: should- Fortone is since it's the movie set in like 2002. It's based on like bands like uh, Big Time Rush and like In Sync.
0: And uh, so Big
2: Time Rush, I know a thing or two about them because I've seen their movie a couple of times. And everyone in like those bands was typically white, but it's cool in this one that they have like a like it's more diverse. Like they have a guy named Tae Young and they have a Robert oh, yeah, who's do. like French and he's not French. Is He's, he French? He can speak French as his thing. He's black, but he speaks French. Yeah. And so I think that was cool that they had the same essence of the, like, 2000s boy bands, mm. but had the diversified yeah. version. And what's also cool is that,
3: well, I don't know if it's cool, but there are, like, fan pages for 4Town on that Twitter. That is not cool. And there's, like, edits and stuff. Ew. It's, like, so weird. I kind of want to look them up right now. Grace, no, they're like, 12. No, I, they're not 12.
0: <laughs> they made them look like, like yeah. little squashy characters. Like, you know, like squashy? Like, you know, those like pop thingies? Those like pop. Oh, like
1: pop figures? Yeah. They look um, like those. Like dolls?
0: Yeah, they look like little squares.
1: They just look the same age as the main characters, which is. Oh, yeah. that yeah, That was probably
0: part of the appeal, I guess. Yeah. And this movie was made for tiny kids, which we are not. But Mm-mm-mm. we are still here to make fun of it. I'm just kidding. I actually liked it. it. Mm -hmm. I liked the story. I thought it was really cool how they had scenes like inside wherever like subconscious. You know, like, you know, when they're like finding their pandas. There's this one really cool scene where like, (laughs) Can you do that again for me? No. Um, Where they like, may meets her mother as a that was the part that got me
2: sophie's part was the one where they're like looking back at each other but when the mom
0: was like saying the exact
2: same thing that may was saying i was like oh my gosh
0: yeah there was a a really cool scene where you see her like age as they go on and she has like red hair yeah this is after she unleashes her panda at the end Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like showing how disappointed she is in herself and um it's it's like symbolic yeah when the mom starts crying yeah yeah okay so
2: i think the thing with that Mm -hmm. and i think it's kind of coming off of the same like ideas of encanto of like the generational trauma Mm. sophie just shuddered because she doesn't really like encanto but the idea of generational trauma and how ming is saying the exact same thing that like may was saying where it's like i'll never be good enough for my mom and she's like crying and she's a teenager and so then May like, grabs her and they go walk together to, like, the exit of Panda Land or whatever. <laughs> and they go walk together and as they're walking, Ming ages. And I think that's, like, a really cool, like, metaphor of how, like, her daughter and her need to support each other in order to, like, break the cycle. I just thought it looked cool. It looked mm. cool, too, but. Yeah.
3: yeah. Do you guys actually think the panda represents something or is it just,
0: like, a like a I thing? Think, I think think the panda, it probably represents, like, um, like, I can't, I was going to say just, like, Asia, but, like, Asia. like, you know how she embraces her panda as, like, a part of her? It's, like, embracing that you're Asian American, mm, yeah. your yeah. culture. I think that's what it re- represents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, I don't know if, if red pandas are, like, actually symbolic to uh, Chinese culture. We don't know, but um, I've inferred. That it represents, like, Let me see. Oh. like Asian culture, and it's like you're embracing it. Because, um, like, we've all kind of had stories about this, right? Like, embracing the yeah. facts that, that yeah. we're Asian. It's like that. And it's like when you get older to, like, May's age, when she's, like, 13, and you realize that you're different, it's hard to accept that. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally do... You're a panda, you know? I think, okay, I, I think I kind of got it. Now that
3: I'm thinking about it, I don't know if it's specifically, like, Asian. Like, I don't oh, know if yeah, the panda yeah. is specifically, like, this is my Asian identity. Um, Because the thing is, it's, like, her parents, or not her parents, but especially her mom, and, like, obviously her grandma and her aunts, they're like, okay, you need to, like, put away this side of you you know what I mean? Like uh. they're like, okay, you need to like get rid of it. You need to put it away, like conceal it. But then she actually, like when she's a panda, she really enjoys herself, and she enjoys herself amongst her peers, like when she's at that like birthday party. Mm-hmm. So what I think is that it can literally be anything, whether it's like your gender identity, your cultural identity, your whatever it may be. Um, I think it's just like a metaphor for that. So when. Mm-hmm. The people you love, like your family, they're telling you to put it away. Um, don't put it away.
0: Keep it out. That was a good yeah. one.
2: <laughs> I think, kind of on that note, in the documentary I watched, they talked about how they were, you know, as they're going along with the story, they really made sure to emphasize with each other that this isn't a movie about a Chinese girl. This is just a movie about growing up with a family who happens to be Chinese. Mm. And so that's how it didn't, like, fall down the trap yeah. of, you know, the stereotypical family. And how it is really, like, even if it is, like, about her accepting a- her culture, it's about her and her family accepting her as she's becoming
0: older, as she's, like, aging out of the, like, oh, my little girl age, you know? Yeah. It's, basically, it's, like, a classic bildungsroman. Actually, on that note
3: of, like, they're just a family, not specifically just a Chinese family, I think it would have been kind of cool, since the dad is, like, a cook or whatever... I would like to see them, but in, like, a restaurant. So instead of the temple, like, they were, like, running a restaurant together. I feel like that would be cool. Uh... And I actually feel like I know a lot of Asian-American families who have family-owned restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, And I feel like that would have been kind of cool. I mean, obviously, there are probably families out there who, like, run temples. um, But I feel like a restaurant would have felt a little bit more... Um not natural, but like I was kinda surprised by the fact that they just like run a temple.
2: Mm. It's just kind of it's just kinda of unique. I think the thing is though, if it was in a restaurant, you'd be missing the piece that's like, oh, our great aunt on- I was supposed to say ancestor. Our great ancestor who we like worship had a connection with Red Panda's that piece would mm. be kinda of lost. It'd be like oh, our yeah, great ancestor yeah, yeah. who was a cook was an onion. <laughs> it was an onion. <laughs> <laughs> Turning green. That yeah, I get that. Um but
3: I am really glad to hear that the directors wanted just a character who happened to be Asian instead of an Asian character and I feel like that's what makes Turning Red really good
2: um the documentary we keep referencing is called Embrace the Panda Making Turning Red and so even if you were like these people who did not seem to be interested in it And even if you're someone who's not really interested in, like, the making of film, I think it's really cool to see because you get to see the thought process behind it all. And you get to see, like, the fact that, you know, they were putting in effort so it wouldn't fall into, you know, your stereotypical Asian movie trap, etc. So go check that out if you want to. I highly recommend it on Disney Plus as well. So those were our thoughts and opinions on Turning Red. If you haven't seen it, obviously we didn't cover everything, so go check it out. It's on Disney+. Plus. And you can also check out Embrace the Panda, Making Turning Red, which is the documentary about making Turning Red, as it says, on Disney+, Plus for both of those. Um, and for us, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, under Rice and Shine. You can also find us on Instagram at Rice and Shine Podcast. We recently hit five thousand downloads, which is super exciting. So thank you so much, all of, all of you, for listening, and I hope you continue to. And we'll see you next time.